SJ Green coming off a career high 210 receiving yards against the Ottawa Red Blacks in Toronto's second win of the season last week. And he's matched up against the ball hawk and TJ Heath tonight. Leads the CFL with three interceptions, had two last week against Bo Levi Mitchell, 10 in his last 15 games. Former Argo great Mike O'Shea, three and three as the head coach against his old team looking for a rebound performance after a 29-10 loss to Calgary in the Bombers' home opener. Mark Trestman's first ever visit to Investors Group Field. His Argos look for a second straight road win after a 26-25 decision in the nation's capital last week. West has dominated so far, 5-1-1 against the East. Bombers swept both meetings last year. Liram Hiralahu, the former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, to kick it off. Ryan Lankford is back, and he's got it at the Winnipeg Six. Lankford out across the 25, kicks it outside, and down the sidelines. He drops it. He's going to run, run the ball. Ryan Lankford with no flags. Touchdown, 105 yards. That for a start for a team that desperately needs a win at home in front of the home crowd. Langford looks like a couple of the Argo tacklers thought he was going to run out of bounds or had stepped up. It was close, but he didn't get to that white stripe. Tightrope walks it all the way down the field. Closest right there, but... Of course, all scoring plays under review. Like a little. The previous play is under review by the command center. along the sidelines. But the heel didn't come down, and hard from that angle to identify that he had touched white. Touchdown is confirmed. They have confirmed it is. A touchdown for Lankford. The first point scored by the Bombers in a first quarter this year. And Medlock adds the convert. Second big play return for Lankford, but Obviously the biggest, 105 yards to Peter. To get the corner, Lankford needed to get one block on the edge to take care of the containment. The Argos on the cover team. It was on that outside edge, the containment, and there's the key block right there. Trent Corning for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Gets Langford the edge, and then he does the rest. Wells the contained man there. Look at that block and drive him to the ground. Get that edge, and now the speed takes over. You know, the Argos won the toss and deferred. They gave Winnipeg the ball first, 
And it didn't take long for the Bombers to capitalize. Now Medlock to kick off. Martinez Jackson, Armante Edwards. They'd like to answer. And it will be Jackson up across the 25. And now he'll bounce it up around the 35 before he's pulled down. And we'll see the Argos on offense first. Ricky Ray looking for a fourth consecutive 300-yard game after hitting 300 touchdowns in his career last week. Well, started the season with 500 plus. Now at a yard shy of 1,200 in just three games, and most importantly, as the Argos out to a two and one start to the season. S.J. Green has been his favorite target. Argos without Javier Posey on the 16th is able list, and the pressure gets to Ray already, a sack, and Jackson Jeffcoat, one of the newcomers, in on the stop, we'll see who gets credit. Corey Johnson got there as well. He starts out with that three point, just chops his man in Tyler Holmes straight up the field. It is Coop Johnson. First sack. A big defensive tackle. Second and 14. Screen Whitaker. Whitaker decks under. Look back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll be third down. So a two and out to start. The Bombers fired up to make amends for last week. Yeah, two of three phases. Clicking out of the gate here tonight for Winnipeg. Mark Tresman has to try and slow that momentum somehow. Big kick, good cover. It's Langford again back there. Good punt by Hyrule who win not a factor here tonight. And here's Langford. This time they'll swarm him after a 50-yard punt. Langford brought down just shy of the 30. We'll see Matt Nichols for the first time tonight trying to bounce back after a two-interception game last week in that loss against the Stampeders. Karen's attention, first touchdown of Ryan Lightford's CFL career. Nichols comes out throwing, and the pass dropped by the former Argo, Darvin Adams. And Nichols took full responsibility for last week's loss to the Calgary Stampeders, said he has to play better through a couple of interceptions, one for a touchdown. And it wasn't just his fault, but he took the blame as good leaders and quarterbacks do. Haven't scored an offensive point in the opening quarter of either game. Didn't score a point in the second half last week against Calgary. And offside here is Dressler jumped the count. Offside, Winnipeg number seven. It's a five-yard penalty. We'll repeat second down. Ben Major in charge. Well, let's take a look at Weston Dressler on that 
penalty gets not only does he jump offside but he relaxes because he knows he's offside and takes a hit second and 15 six receiver set four-man rush Nichols underneath Andrew Harris and Marcus Ball unable to bring him down right away but contains him back around the 30 and it will be a two and out for the bomber offense Boy, this defense became one that you're going to have to watch for all season long when Marcus Ball was late to the to the party and Bear Woods even later all of a sudden one of the top linebacking cores in the league when they joined the team Headlock to punt, Martiz Jackson, who spent some time on the bomber practice roster last year. Has the return, tried to spin off first contact, but is brought down after a 45-yard punt. Chris Randall got down in a hurry, and Ricky Ray leads the offense back out. Let's check the Argos starting offense tonight. Uh, take a look. There's S.J. Green, the number one target. You mentioned no DeVere Posey. He's out on the six-game injured list. They'll move Jimmy Ralph to wide receiver. And there's the offensive line. Chris Van Zyl, the veteran nine years in the CFL, will face Jamal Westerman in this one. And off inside, Whitaker upheaded by Westerman. If he's not facing Westerman because they're on the opposite side of the field, he'll face a newcomer in Jackson Jeffcoat playing over there for Tristan Oplo And of course, you recognize Jeffcoat and that name, his dad, Jim, of course, former Dallas Cowboy. There's Kyle Knox, a change of the linebacking core for Ian Wild for Winnipeg. And there he is, Ballhawk TJ Heath. He'll be up against SJ Green. We're going to watch that matchup. Second eight, Ray has time, looks over the middle, what a catch! Did you see that? Anthony Coombs has got it down to the 30-yard line. The University of Manitoba product out of Sturgeon Heights High School here has a highlight reel catch for his hometown fans. Well, and he curls up in front of T.J. Heath, and the way Heath broke on that football, I thought he was going to play the interception. And Anthony Coombs just tipped it away from him Gave himself a second chance at it, and a 39-yard gain. Great concentration by Coombs. 10-30-yard play for Ray on the season. He had only 11 all last year. First down out of the backfield, and there is S.J. Green, first catch of the night after that monster 10-catch, 210-yard performance last week. I mentioned in the pregame show, but if there was a comeback player of the year award, there's your front runner. block, hands to the face. Toronto, number 57. 10-yard penalty will repeat first down. Personal best, Chris, 210 yards coming off that knee injury from last year. Devastating knee injury. And great to see S.J. Green back and doing what he loves to do. Boy, he has a flair for the spectacular, doesn't he? That one taken off the board, but indeed he does. And with one or two catches, he'll pass pinball Clemens tonight on the all-time receiving list. Ray guns it, overthrowing Green, who was open, and T.J. Heath was in the vicinity again. Tyler Holmes, let's go back and take a look at that penalty that took off or pushed the Argos back 15 yards after the S.J. Green catch. There's hands to the face by Tyler Holmes and the correct call by the official. Boy, T.J. Heath has played the ball twice now. 
Almost had that one for, for number four on the season. Second and 20. Four-man rush, great time, corner route, and there's a catch. It'll be short of the first down. Khalil Payton steps into the breach in the absence of Devere Posey. So the field goal unit comes on. Hirolahu will survey what looks like it's going to be a 34-yarder. First two years were in Winnipeg. Out of the hold of Pajardo. And it's good. Argos on the board. 7-3 for Winnipeg. Weston Dressler hit 9,000 career Receiving yards last week, trying to move into the top 25 all time here tonight. The ball at the 35 after the Hirolahu field goal. Matt Nichols, a personal best, four touchdown passes in the season opener. Trying to bounce back from a disappointing second game. They're trying to get the run game going, Susan. There's a good run off the left side for Andrew Harris for nine. Yeah, I think you'll see Matt Nichols spread the ball around more. Weston Dressler's been outstanding in that receiving core, as you mentioned, 9,000 yards career, but they need to spread it around. He's the only receiver on that, on that list in the top 10 in receiving. Good matchups tonight at the tackle position. Stanley Bryant, Jamarcus Hardrick against Victor Butler and Sean Lemon. Big boys hunkered down, second and one. And Dan Lefebvre and the short yardage crew get a fresh set of downs. Victor Butler and Sean Lemon have combined for nine sacks and 12 pressures. Butler, seven sacks in just three games. Former Dallas Cowboy. There's Bear Woods in the middle. And the former Winnipeg Blue Bomber leads that secondary, Johnny Sears. He'll hit you. Andrew Harris once again. That Argo front, 14 combined sacks, 19 quarterback pressures. So maybe important to get the run game going to try and slow down Victor Butler. Lemon on the other side. Second and five. Short drop and ball patted down at the line of scrimmage. Looked like Jeff Finley got a hand on it. He had a couple of quarterback sacks last week in Ottawa. There he is right there. It lined up in the A gap. Just gets the right arm up. St. Catherine's native makes the play. Now Medlock kicks it outside the numbers. Picked up there by Rico Murray. A 36-yard putt. Argos Trail have the football. Midway into the first quarter, Ricky Ray, the milestone a week ago when he hit 300 career touchdown passes.
brought to you by the Nissan Titan, official vehicle of the Canadian Football League. Seven three Bombers, Steve Daniel, the CFL chief statistician, informing us the first opening kickoff touchdown return in seven years. Marcus Nickpin did it against Winnipeg in July 2010. Argos to work offensively. Down the sideline looking for Peyton, and in his hip pocket was Chris Randall. Ricky Ray in his 204th start through his 300th career touchdown pass against Ottawa last week. That is quite a list. Third passes to 300. And Dunnigan must have been pretty good. Second and 10. Ray Crosser, Peyton's got it. Will be short of the first down. As TJ Heath and Sam Burrow combine on the tackle, the spot is going to be a yard short, and Mark Tressman has a decision. And the short yardage seems coming on. They're going to go third and one from their 36. You know Mark Tressman watched the film last week with Winnipeg against Calgary. They ended up scoring, but it took them six tries from the one-yard line. Good short yard defense. Cody Picardo is in. Two backs in behind. Tries the left side with a flag. Looked like Picardo had it. What's the flag? Procedure, Toronto number 54. Five yard penalty. Still third down. Chris Van Zyl, the right tackle, and longest serving Argo. Moved prematurely. Look, he's a right tackle. He's covered down. You can see that early flinch trying to get low leverage. He thought he timed it up well. Just a little ahead of the snap. So Hyralahu has to punt. Langford back. Another good punt. 56 yarder. Langford with the return and he gets it across the 35. Sarah Orleski is on the sidelines. She'll have a special report on the two quarterbacks when we return to Winnipeg. It's in Edmonton, but their ties go further back than that with more. Here's Sarah Orleski. They sure do, Chris. When Matt Nichols was a high school quarterback in Redding, California, he heard about another local product that was winning great cups north of the border. And he said he knew nothing about the CFL. Little could he have predicted then that in 2011 he would be teammates with Ricky Ray. The two remain friends, and although Nichols doesn't get back to California often in the offseason, the, the two do try to hook up when he does. This past year they spent one afternoon together, two hours where they worked out and Nichols said that although he feels that he regularly does a good job of preparing himself, said that Ricky Ray put him through the paces. They spent an hour doing quarterback footwork drills. He said you could tell Ricky Ray was on a mission. Nichols on one, two, wide side throw and it's dropped by 
a former Argo and usually sure-handed Julian Fioli Godino. Matt Nichols going to need those catches, but obviously tremendous mutual respect between the two quarterbacks, and they learn from each other. Matt Nichols told me last week that he watches Ricky Ray on film throughout the year. Some of the things that he does and working together down in California in the offseason only help Matt Nichols, the younger quarterback. Second and 10, Bear Woods blitzing, flushing Nichols from the pocket. He'll throw on the run, incomplete. Couple of bombers in the same area, Fioli Godino and LaDamian Washington. Yeah, that's what Matt Nichols just motioned to. He's trying to tell Washington that can't be that close together. Not that it was his fault because it could have been Fioli Cadino's fault, but anytime you have two receivers that close together, you've brought in some extra coverage and the window tightens. So Matt Nichols had to throw that away. Second two and up. Left footer Medlock, not deep. On a hop to Martiz Jackson, gets the edge. Big return. And his momentum, he did stay in. He's going to go all the way, and it's a punt return touchdown for Martiz Jackson. Michael O'Shea pointing to a spot right in front of the bomber bench where it looked like he might have stepped out. And if he didn't, I'm not sure how he turned on that dime. Wow. Let's take a look, see if he puts his foot on the white stripe. It was very close right there, and then did turn the corner a little bit. The left one, did that left heel touch? Michael O'Shea looking at the tablet, but this is being reviewed by command center. Any sc every score is. He made that cut full throttle. Fans here reacting. He just, he just said he's out. He saw something. By the command center. Been a couple of punt return touchdowns so far this season. A 78-yarder by... Martiz Jackson is under review. 5'6", 192 pounds out of Florida Atlantic. Cover team's got to stay intense with returners right near the sideline. We've seen them let up a little bit, and when you let up, you don't, those little guys that return don't need much room. Now, did he, did he step out of bounds? And, and is there enough looks at it, angles at it? A lot of traffic around that bomber bench to prevent some of the views or angles. Coach was convinced that he had stepped out. But if it's inconclusive, it's an Argo touchdown. That's, that's my point. I mean, this is the replay they're looking at. Watch how he gets close to the sideline. The touchdown here. has been confirmed. From there, it looks like he does. Tight rope it. Nowhere near enough evidence there to overturn the call. And there were no flags, and it was not blown dead. Two returns tonight already. Who the convert and the Argonauts have their first lead of the game with 10 straight points. Let's talk about these cover teams that when you're on the outside and that returner is going down the sideline, and that's where he ends up down that left sideline. 
You can't let up there. I know you're trying as a cover guy not to get the penalty for a hit out of bounds, but a couple of good blocks right there, and then the cutback on Justin Medlock. Tremendous speed on this cut when he turns the corner there. Even so, you got a little of a, a tiptoe to keep the momentum inbounds. Well, they were once teammates, fellow linebackers, Kevin Ivan, Michael O'Shea, and following in O'Shea's footsteps as oh, the new. Oh, completely. Absolutely. Following as a player in his footsteps, very similar styles, great tacklers and linebackers. Hey, Ryan Langford, your turn once again. And he gets tripped up. Declan Cross got down to make the special teams tackle. Michael O'Shea and Kevin Ivan were teammates. And then O'Shea became a coach, special teams coordinator for the Argonauts and coached Kevin Ivan. So he was a mentor to Ivan as well. And now Ivan, a special teams coordinator over there, starting his coaching career for the Argos. So the big plays have come on the team so far. There's Dressler and Johnny Sears, who spent four years patrolling the secondary in Winnipeg, steps up to make a quick stop to that play. Quick passing game in the game plan, I'm sure, for Winnipeg because of that man, Victor Butler, and his start. Seven sacks in three games, six quarterback pressures, leads all defensive linemen with 13 tackles. Second and nine. Near side. Pass caught by Langford. A quick close by Rico Murray. And it's another two and out. Second and long. Tough situation to convert for Matt Nichols here. Nice throw and catch. But Langford can't break one tackle and get upfield. Three two and outs in the opening quarter. Just eight first downs. Medlock dropped it, had to rush it. Gets it away to Jackson, who nearly misplayed it. And this time they'll contain him. Kyle Knox downfield in a hurry to make sure Martise Jackson doesn't do more damage. And Medlock with a little bobble before he got it away. Yeah, talking to himself as he goes back to that sideline. Snap was fine right in that low target area where he wants to kick it in his kick or catch it in his kicking motion. Barely got it out of there. Cam Walker a shot at the block. Well, he's been money in the field goal department. 24 straight for Medlock. Receivers go in motion, double tight end for the Argos. Ray pumps once, nobody's home, he'll drop it off, and now Brandon Whitaker lowers the shoulder. Good contact there as Chris Randall steps up. I mentioned at the top, Tristan Opala Ugo out of the lineup, and that's the newcomer, Jackson Jeffcoat, whose dad is very famous, Jim Jeffcoat. The Dallas Cowboy. The son's not bad either. No, he's, he's building his own resume, isn't he? Westerman ahead of the snap on second and two and a half, and that should be a first down for Toronto. Offside. 
Winnipeg, number 55. The five-yard penalty makes it a first down. Michael O'Shea saying about Jeffcoat that great motor. One of those guys that is always full speed. There is no other speed for him. Had an excellent training camp and has just been waiting for his opportunity. Well, he gets it tonight. Big Jamal Campbell out of York, 6'7", 300. Checks in as a tight end. Play action fake. Ray going to load it up. S.J. Green's got it in bomber territory at the Winnipeg 44 as he works on T.J. Heath. Okay, well, we're going to keep track of this matchup, and let's say T.J. Heath stays on that outside shoulder. He's playing two in a zone concept, so not really a man-to-man -man look. 16 in the first down, Rail changed the play. Receivers wide side. Ray looks that way, and Armonte Edwards holds on, or did he? Taylor Loeffler unloads, but they're going to rule a catch at the 35. Armonte Edwards with a nice catch. Takes a big hit from Taylor Loeffler. Loeffler's done this. He comes from a long way away. He's about a 10-yard run to make that hit. Edwards hangs on the 20th time Edwards has been targeted this year and he has 19 catches. He's just about money in the bank. And now Pichardo and the short yardage team on second and inches and he got a good surge behind last year's Argo Rookie of the Year, Sean McEwen. Boy, Ricky Ray looks comfortable in this offense. Does he, doesn't he working with Mark Tressman? I asked Tressman how he compares Ray and how he approaches the game to Anthony Calvillo, who of course he worked with for five years in Montreal. Dressman telling me they're the same guy. They prepare the same. They quietly lead their team. Their work ethic unmatched. 95 passing yards here in the opening quarter. One more play. And he'll try and add to it, but it's intercepted. No Reagan's got it. They're ruling him down, but Maurice Leggett, who tied T.J. Heath for the league lead in interceptions last year, has his first of 2017. So the Argos had the lead, were threatening to add, but the team that led in interceptions last year gets a big one on the final play of this opening quarter from Mo Leggett. 